Hey there, it's Lacey J from Space Bear Media, the makers of Lost in My 40s. Did you know that you can go to spacebearmedia.com right now to access all our content, including our weekly video pre-shows, where your hosts ponder ethical questions related to the week's episode and answer some fun questions just for, well, fun Speaking of fun, if you have it, thanks to our content, please consider rating or reviewing Lost in My 40s on your favorite app or recommend us to a friend who loves Lost. Hello and welcome to Lost in My 40s. It is episode 16 the one where we find out it's best to not be hasty. That Don't was be terrible. Hasty. <laughs> Thank you. That's a terrible <laughs> Hobbit impression, but I tried. <laughs> All right. That would uh, it, be a, ter- a terrible tree beard impression. No, it's Pippin that says that. Don't be hasty. Oh, but he's cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. He's, he's echoing so, what Treebeard said earlier. Correct. You got it. We are Lord of the Rings fans, guys. Um, it, was a, it was a bad impression regardless of who you were. Who, who yes, you were thank you so that. much for pointing that out. <laughs> All right. Today is a Sawyer episode. It's called Outlaws. And we're going to hear from Derek. So first, Ben, catch us up. Where are the power rankings after the last episode? After the last episode, we actually had a lock pull into the lead for the first time ever. Kate relinquished the lead. Uh, so Kate's Spicy. in second. Yeah, Kate's in second with Jack. <laughs> Jack, you know, old trusty Jack just holding up third. He's probably old looks trusty. like he's. Well, I think he's probably <laughs> going to be there because he's never anyone's favorite, but he's never anyone's Mr. least dependable. Favorite. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. And then, uh, you know, in the worst, I think we all know Shannon is still there. I, I, I would be surprised if she ever got out of this this hole that she's in right now. Um, mm-hmm. At least, you know, this season anyway. Um, and then behind her in second place, we still have Ethan. Ethan is still in uh, in second because worst place. Because he's scary. Place. He died yeah. a few episodes ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's, he's just awful. Yeah. We're, we're, we're still haunted by his, <laughs> his, his Tom Cruise cousin ghost. He's... Um, let's see and then just behind him in third from last we've got Sawyer rounding out the bottom three well now that is interesting because we may see we may see some changes in Sawyer for better or worse after this episode Um, all right Derek take it away all right so this is uh, season one episode 16 outlaws it is of course a Sawyer episode and it actually opens with a uh, flashback um, with Sawyer's eye as a kid and he's in, in bed and his mother comes into the room and says, he is here. As you hear sounds of a door being broken down and she tells Sawyer to go hide under the bed, which he does. And his mother leaves and is screaming at the man to leave, but he breaks down the door. There's a struggle and he ends up shooting her and you hear the body thud. And then you hear it's the crazy though. Cause were, you, cause you hear her saying like, you know, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you? And then it's like, Bang, nothing, like total silence. Right. And I was, I, I liked that, I guess that bit of sound editing or whatever. It was just very much like, oh, he just ended Scary her. as fuck. Yeah. Right. yeah. Especially if you're imagining being like a 10 year old on your bed or under your bed hearing exactly. this. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's terrifying. Yeah. So you hear the footsteps approaching and the door opens and the person comes into the room, sits on the bed 
and just shoots himself. Yeah. yeah. Can was- we talk? Can we talk about how traumatizing this fucking situation is? Uh, as a character, it really makes you understand why Sawyer is so defensive and why he, you know, has this wall around him because let's say if this was real, what what he had to do was crawl out from under that bed past his dead father into the hallway past his dead mother to get to the phone, which was probably on the wall in the kitchen because it's 1976. To call for help. And I, I just can't imagine the trauma. Well, I can't imagine the trauma. I had some trauma when I was young, nothing to that degree, but it, it that's that's a lifelong issue that that Oh absolutely. He'd never get out from under this. It is an intense and horrible scene to watch. I just sort of imagine that he would have gone out and like had had candy for dinner and then stayed up late. <laughs> is that what you would do <laughs> with your parents if one just, parent killed the other? <laughs> Of candy, stay up, watch, you know, SNL when you you weren't allowed to, and then call the police. Which parent? <laughs> oh, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty much right there with you, Ben. I know, we're all, uh, Derek's the only one of us with no daddy issues. I mean, mine ended when he died, but he drank himself to death, so that ought to tell you wow. something. Yeah, all right. Uh, Derek with the good father, would you like to continue? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> He's the only one who can't relate to the, this character. To, to the, <laughs> no, yeah. I can't. Thankfully, though, I don't yeah. want to relate to him. A bit of a, oh, a, fa- a family annihilator. Yeah, that's exactly. Much. Well, had he killed the son, had he killed Sawyer as well, that's exactly what that would be. But yeah. yeah. Well, he was going to. He wanted to. That's right. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I was actually. I was actually talking with with uh, with somebody that I work with the other day, and they they suggested a book called uh, "Why I Think Is It Called Why Men Behave Badly," oh. and like one of the it, it kind of went into the whole sort of family annihilator dynamic about how like uh, yeah women you know, don't it, do that yeah that's, if a man, that's a man thing <laughs> if if a man feels like uh, I guess I mean the word is like impotent but if he feels like he's he can't affect outcomes and he just feels like he's sort of like walked upon or whatever that tension can that energy can build up and eventually sometimes they pop and they just kill everybody because they're like well at least i can exert control in this way right that's exactly so, what it is yeah, yeah so they take the whole family that, out you know well yeah. i mean i think some women do that too do they uh, women family annihilators that kill their no, kids their husband kids. or their wife husband. i suppose i think just no kids. i guess it's really just with women it's more like I'm insane, so I'm going to drown my children or something. Right? Yeah. Um, yes. Not, but not so much as the I'm, you know, I have, I'm yeah. impotent in my relationship, so I'm going to destroy the family. It's, it's no, yeah. I'm crazy, and so I'm going to drown my children in the bathtub or in a lake or. And whatever. it's and and when the things that you're mentioning there, typically, like when women kill that way, it's it's from a different mindset, like the. I think who you're talking about is that the woman. reasoning is different, right? That woman yeah, who yeah. drowned her kids. She was from Texas, but I can't think of her name. I think the kids were like she thought the she kids killed were five possessed of them in the or something. No, well, yeah. she she killed them as children because she thought they'd go straight to heaven, right? And so that's she what I'm saying. Like as them. right as fucked up as that is, uh, her mindset was a little. It, it was like I want to protect them. Is what yeah. you know as fucked but up. But then there was that twisted. crazy bitch. Who like ran her car into a lake with her two boys strapped Susan into Smith. their? Yeah, that's oh yeah, the one. yeah. And it was she yep. just wanted to, I guess, get out of the relationship. 
Yeah. Oh, nice. And so kill your children. That's a great way to do it. She was one of the yeah. first ones I remember doing that. Yep, me too. Andrea Yates is the one here. Andrea in Yates. Yes, that. That's yeah. who's yeah. in Texas. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Um, Crazy but yeah, the bitches family, all around. Right. But the family annihilator, like uh, uh, archetype, typically is a man. And that's somebody yeah. who just yep. wipes the whole family out and then takes themselves out as well. Yeah. yeah. Generally, um, Lorena we'll Bobbitt, she just annihilates the manhood. <laughs> well, like, there you go. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and especially in this case, because if you guys remember, we are actually recording an episode about Lost today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that was this case. Sawyer's dad uh, felt like mom fucked his shit up because, as we know, they were conned. Um, let's go on the episode there. Now. It was. All right. right, So uh, the flashback ends and Sawyer wakes up on the island and he finds that there's a boar in his tent and he yells at it, you know, starts throwing shit at it. And the boar runs off, you know, dragging his tarp with him. And I've got to oh jump my god, in. you guys! That shit oh my is god. funny looking. Like it, you could totally tell that they built just like this little frame, and they put a tarp over it, and somebody was like pulling it on a rope. Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 it was obviously not a a boar running under there. It was it was really funny looking. You guys, I just I just looked down and I noticed that in my, in the timeline I made, I have a typo, and I wrote. I wrote, things are being tossed about, and when he turns a flashlight on, there's an enormous boar, B-O-R-E, in his tent. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like... It's Jack. The- <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was thinking of the Family Guy character. What's his name? Uh, Buzz Killington. Buzz Killington. Oh. <laughs> yes. Do you know why W.S. Gilbert was frequently <laughs> drunk on his transatlantic crossings? <laughs> he was cornered on the port side. <laughs> That's one of the jokes he tells. Buzz okay, Killington. So, oh, my God. All right. So there was an enormous boar in his tent. Sorry. <laughs> so he ends up uh, chasing the boar into the jungle and loses it. And while he's walking through the jungle, he starts hearing whispering. And but you can't you know hear where they're coming from. You can't tell where they're coming from, but you do hear something. Got to listen for it. It says it'll come around. Yes, it'll come hear, back around. It'll come back around. Yeah, it'll come. And around. then you cut to the lost title screen. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like that. <laughs> so it's the next morning, which is day thirty, and Sawyer's cleaning up his tent, and Saeed um, comes over. To give him a little grief about the boar. I love this exchange so <laughs> much. Saying that that, he oh my god, his his yeah. little smile. Oh, Saeed's so smile. Is a, are you are you enjoying this? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yep. So Sawyer does ask if um, Saeed is enjoying himself, to which he replies yes, and then Sawyer calls him Muhammad. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Sawyer. So then Saeed's leaving, and Sawyer stops him and asks him, what did you hear in the jungle? And Saeed says, whispering. And then Sawyer asks him, well, what what did the whispering say? And Saeed asked him back, well, what did you hear? And then Sawyer just says, forget it. Nothing. I didn't hear nothing. Now, yeah. I, I think this may have been, in that, in that exchange, this may have been the first time Sawyer actually called him Saeed. I'm not sure. But oh, he's all- uh, like as as Saeed was walking away, I think he as he enough, was leaving, he did, and he says, yeah. said, "Hey, hey Saeed. Saeed, 
Yeah, yeah that's it's the first time he wasn't calling like Omar North Tower or whatever the fuck else he called him throughout this episode. <laughs> Right. Right. Al, Jazeera. Al Jazeera. Al Jazeera. Yeah. So you call him Osama bin Laden. Which is, uh, Al Jazeera is a network, not a person. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Al Jero is a person. <laughs> we are all over the place today. Jesus yeah. Christ. Well, yeah. I haven't eaten yet, and I did just open a Twisted Tea, so. Damn. Oh, oh all okay. Right. Here Boy, we go. East Coast living. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So we go to the second flashback of the episode, and um, Sawyer's with the woman, and they're in a hotel room, and they're about to get busy. Um, but then they're rudely interrupted by some guy that's just kind of lurking on the wall. <laughs> it's like, I mean, how did he get in the room? It's, it's, it makes it sound like, like he's like stuck to it. It's like Jeff Jeff Goldblum. Just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now there's a reference the wall. you're yeah. not going to get unless you're our age or older. <laughs> <laughs> Great movie. Youngins, <laughs> Google the fly. <laughs> Brundle fly. I wonder when they're going to remake that. Seems like... They shouldn't. They, yeah, think. they shouldn't remake a lot of movies, but, but I'm, I'm surprised they it hasn't been redone. Yeah. But I think yeah. Hollywood will uh, 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 find a way. Find a way. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Tell so us about Sawyer Hibbs. sees the guy <laughs> and calls him by his name, which his name is Hibbs. Stupid name. Yeah. Anybody recognize the- this guy? Yeah. Mm-mm. The yeah, actor. No. Hibbs the, is the, um, he's the Terminator T one thousand. Ah, from Terminator Two. Yeah. Another another interesting bit of trivia about him. Wow. His brother, that's Richard Patrick. His brother Robert Patrick is the singer of Filter. Ah. Oh, weird. Yeah. If if you don't know Filter, (laughs) go look up the song Hey Man, Nice Shot by Filter. Get in a time machine and go to the 90s. (laughs) It's it's still a badass song. Oh, yeah. And by the way, the 90s was only like 10 years ago, right? (laughs) By my calculations, yeah. Oh, man. (laughs) 10 dog years. Right. All right. So Sawyer and uh, his lady are trying to get busy, but the T-1000 interrupts them. (laughs) Have you seen this boy? (laughs) (laughs) so he sends his lady friend downstairs to the bar and hibbs pulls out a manila folder and says it contains information on the person who ruined his life and he says he's going to give it to him to make up for what he did at the tampa job not sure what the tampa job was um so sawyer just slams hibbs up against the same wall that he was lurking against earlier (laughs) saying that he would kill him if he ever saw him again to which hibbs replies you aren't the killing type you know, the Hib- Hibson, you know, goes into the story of how he got this information. And he has an associate that he heard a man bragging about conning a woman and the husband ended up killing her and then committing suicide. Hibbs says he goes by the name Frank Duncan and runs a shrimp truck in Australia. No, it's Duckett. Go- oh, Duckett. Yeah. Duckett? Not Duncan? Okay. Duckett. Doesn't he goes- really matter. But- <laughs> right. And he yeah. runs a shrimp truck. Yeah, it's an alias anyway. Yeah. And- <laughs> <laughs> but he used to go by the name Frank Sawyer. Dun, dun, dun. So, so I've, I've got a, a, a bit of a plot hole here. Um, 
So Hibbs says so Hibbs is obviously we know is setting this guy up to go to go kill this other guy that owes him money. Hey, and even though he says he's not wow. the killing we, we, We've all seen wow. the show. Wow, okay. we've all seen the show. Okay, <laughs> but then he then the guy that he hires to do it, who said he was going to kill him before, he says he's not the killing type. So I, he's kind of playing with fire here right now. Oh, that's a because, really good right. point. If he, if he, he was the killing type, he might have just just killed him right there and then gone and banged his lady friend. Well, uh, but. <laughs> But I guess that also it, it answers why he had to con the con man because otherwise yeah. he wouldn't just go kill him. I think yes. maybe that's True. what he means. Yeah. yeah, yeah, could be. But that's a good that's a good point. All right, all right. So we're back on the island and we're with Jack and Kate, and they're locking the guns back up, and they have all of them except for one, which of course Sawyer still has. Kate, you know, tells Jack she said she'll get it from him because she speaks his language. But Jack Can we talk about her, Kate and her purple sure. tank top in this scene? Oh. And her oh rosy little cheeks. God. Yes. Yeah. She was Pur- looking really, really good in this episode. Yeah. yeah. I mean, purple's my favorite color, and you just drape it over her, and it's, like, perfect in every way. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> just, that's it. Just wanted to go there for a sec. So Jack tells her that he doesn't want Kate to owe Sawyer anything. So back at the caves, Charlie's trying to build something or take something apart. You can't really tell. And Claire comes over and tells him that she has been having dreams and memories that he is in. Which, if I was Charlie, I'd be really excited about hearing that. Remember me? <laughs> tell me, in the dream, was I a bloody rock god? Or what? <laughs> I'm a bloody rock god. <laughs> So she wants to go for a walk, but Charlie says no. It's actually sad. It's a sad scene. Like it you is. can you can tell that he is not the same, you know, Charlie that we've all kind of fallen in love with up in these first thirty days. And what the hell was you he know building? island days or whatever? I don't but, know. I actually rewound it and see yeah. if I could figure it out. I couldn't. Yeah, he, like the thing that he had in his hand that he was supposedly like working on something. But I I, I did the same thing. I rewound it a couple times. I'm like, what the hell is that? I don't think you ever see it again. No. Was he? No. Was he making shoes, guys? Was he I, cobbling? You know what? Cobbling. You know, I would. <laughs> I would certainly hope so, since nobody else has taken up the mantle yet. <laughs> <laughs> They've got like fourteen dog whistles, no shoes. Uh, yeah, seriously. Unfortunate <laughs> for one dog. Yeah. <laughs> You'd think Locke would get around to cobbling. Yeah, because he can do all yeah. the other shit, you know. Yeah, I mean, I I guess so. He probably like fashioned some vines and and leaves into, you know, like a shoe. I no, I think he'd more he'd he'd more likely use like tanned boar skin, but you know. Oh, that's way that's, smarter. That's, oh, yeah, way smarter. Leaves is more like of a loincloth kind of thing. Yeah, loin. Yeah. It's called it's called leather. <laughs> loin. Loin. <laughs> shit all right okay so <laughs> we cut to the jungle and it's sawyer and he's walking look trying to f- and he finds his tarp finally leaning against a tree so he picks it up and he's walking back to the beach and he starts hearing the whispers again including the including the it'll come back around it'll come back around <laughs> <laughs> so he hears the boar and he turns around and it charges him so sawyer takes off running the boar hits him from behind and knocks him down into a big, nice puddle of mud, and it runs off. 
That was a great scene. Survive, survival cool. thing. If, if something is bum rushing you like that and it's a four legged animal, you're not going to outrun it, even if it's a pig. No. Right? Up a tree. If, if it's coming at you, go laterally. Yeah. yeah don't, zigzag. Don't run. I mean, I know don't, you're supposed no, to zigzag no. from like a crocodile or something. Just if it's coming at you, run on a diagonal. I. I hate to like change the subject for a second, but I've been listening to a podcast about the DC sniper. Yeah, I know. And you they told me. literally told us to Serpentine. run in a zigzag pattern yeah. if we were trying to like go into a store from a parking lot or whatever. Oh, I remember when that was going yeah. on. Yeah. That's oh, wow. You, they you were... had to come up to my wedding. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Christy got married outdoor during the DC sniper. Oh my God. <laughs> to be yes. fair, yeah. it to wasn't be... like. To be fair, um, it it wasn't like outdoor outdoor like it was at no, the festival, at the, you know. Yeah, it was so at the was, Ren Fest. Which yeah, the, the Renaissance sniper festival. was not inside the Ren Fest, so you know. I'm sure I mean, sniper bullets could have still hit you. <laughs> if I was a sniper, I'd go to a festival <laughs> and still yeah, crazy people, crazy Vegas. white people. <laughs> no, <laughs> if, you're going, if you're going into the Renaissance festival, you wouldn't you wouldn't so much be using a sniper rifle. You'd probably be hitting people with crossbow bolts. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's fair. Yeah. Um, right. So listeners, you got it. Zigzag. Just run zigzag. Serpentine. 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 Remember fucking, what's his name from Game of Thrones? Rickon? 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 Rickon. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) When somebody's shooting arrows at you, don't run in a straight line. I know. All he had to do was was go slightly like two degrees to the left or right. He would have been fine. He would have survived that show. But no. He nope, had to run with that. that stupid look on his face in a straight line. Ay. Damn it. Yeah, you know, <laughs> some of the some of those Stark kids were just not long for this world because some of them weren't too bright. No. No. Yeah. Well, all right. All right. So all right, we're so back we're to back Sawyer in, in a puddle. <laughs> yep. So then it cuts to Sawyer in his tent, and Kate finds him in there packing up a backpack to go hunt the boar. He said, this boar is harassing him, to which he replies that boars don't do that. And Sawyer replies, this boar did. It's personal. Yeah, it's personal. So he takes his gun, vowing revenge on the boar. I think he was like, well, thank you, boar expert, but this one did. Yeah. (laughs) And so he takes that one remaining gun, and he vows revenge on the boar and heads into the jungle. So then we cut to the third flashback of the episode in Sawyer's in Australia. I think they show that opera house or whatever. Yeah. Sydney. In the first scene, yeah. And he meets a guy named Lawrence who sells him a gun and ammunition. And Lawrence tells him that owning a gun in Australia is illegal and don't get caught. And then he said, and then he tells Sawyer, a man buying a 357 with hollow points isn't looking to rob a man. He's looking to kill him. And finally, he gives him a last piece of advice. He says, you look a man in the eye and point a gun at him. You find out who you really are. There are no refunds. Okay, none of that is necessary. You just say no refunds. I get, I get why they <laughs> put that in there because they're trying to build up like, is right. Sawyer a killer? Everybody's telling me you're not a killer. You're not a killer. But as far as like this interaction and this interchange, if I was buying a gun from a random guy and he gave me like a forty second speech about no refunds, just just say no refunds. You yeah, I don't weirdo. need life advice yeah. from you. I don't. You know? I don't like, I'm buying a gun. Get out of here. You're not my yeah. therapist. Get I'm the going to my life anyway. coach. <laughs> and if the, the and if the gun doesn't work, you can always hit him with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! All right. So we're back on the island, and um, 
Charlie and Hurley are burying Ethan. And I noticed in that scene, it looked like he was still breathing. You could see his chest breathing. <laughs> really? <out of> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was like, wow, oh, they're burying a, a god that's not dead. Yeah, I'm fairly certain. Um, yeah, he probably was breathing because, you know, it's not right. an actual body. <laughs> exactly. It probably wasn't even a person under there, to be honest. It's not like they brought the guy in to like, hey, hey, can you, can Cover you sit under this tarp? tarp? You know, the guy's like, you know what my daily rate is? I'm getting paid for a full day's work, even if I'm laying under a right. fucking tarp. I am related to Tom Cruise. <laughs> That's and you right. will pay me to lay here like yeah. a lump. <laughs> so Charlie tells Hurley um, he killed Ethan and should bury him. And which Hurley uh, jokes about him, about um, Ethan getting up. It'd be like the zombie apocalypse. But that um, Hurley would get caught first because he is heavy. <laughs> Rule one, and, and, cardio. And he yeah. said heavy, I, that he's heavy and gets leg cramps. That's yeah. <laughs> but, he, but we learn later he is spry. That's yes, true. we do. You, I mean, you really only have to be faster than one person, you know. Yeah. If, if if that person is a zombie, <laughs> yeah, yes. But I get Hurley's point. No, you, really, you got to be you got to be faster than the one person that they're going to catch. Yeah, right. exactly. And oh, then that you're person. Good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. But I, I understand Hurley's point. Like you really don't know what is going to happen next on this island, and yeah, somebody just getting up and being a zombie magic island. Right, it's not out of the realm. Wouldn't be surprised. And did, did you guys notice during this scene there was one specific shot that looked completely out of place? No. If you rewatch the episode, watch like they do this one shot that I swear to God, they must have done it in post or something because you see them standing there and it's a, it's like a kind of a lower angle shot, which is sort of a, not not all that common in the show anyway. But the coloring is completely different than every other shot. Oh, how scene. weird. It's like really blue and it doesn't look like any other shot in the show. So, well, uh, should uh, we write a letter or something like a form? I don't think it matters anymore. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's been yeah. A bit. I, I'll, I'll write him a letter. <laughs> I'll just send him something that says F. All right. So, who, what is it? J.J. Abrams and Lindelof or something? Uh, David yeah, Lindelof yeah. and yeah. Carlton Cuse wrote most of it. Oh, J.J. Okay. Abrams was the producer. Ah, okay. I don't, I I don't he was think he act- somehow. Yeah, I don't think he actually, I don't think he wrote it. It's it, Damien Lindelof and Carlton Cuse were the two. Well, whoever edited writers. it clearly fucked up, according to Ben. Seriously, so. seriously. <laughs> According editing. to Ben. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so then Hurley asks Charlie, <laughs> ask Charlie if he's okay, but he doesn't respond and keeps digging. So Hurley ends up going to Saeed and asks him about Charlie. And I think he said, did you have like Gulf War syndrome or something like that? <laughs> yeah. No, that was the other side. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like everybody forgets that he's an actual Iraqi. Right. <laughs> Yeah, so, anyway. And so, um, Saeed says he probably has PTSD and that he will talk to Charlie about it. He's such a nice guy. Yeah, Saeed's yes. really, um, he's he's supportive of the people there and their yes. situation. Yeah. yeah. And you got to be careful with PTSD. I mean, there's only so many antibiotics on that island. Not STDs. <laughs> yeah, it has S, T, and D in it, just not in that order. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right, so Sawyer, we cut to the uh, Sawyer in the jungle, and he's trying to track the boar. When Kate arrives, to let him know that he's probably tracking Locke, and he has no idea what he is doing. 
So she offers her track offers her tracking services in exchange for carte blanche with his stash. And so he agrees, and then we cut to Kate and Sawyer at a campfire, and it's nighttime. And he is drinking from an airplane bottle of some kind of vodka, and Kate asks him for some. And he calls her sassafras. Yes. Sassafras. Yes. sassafras. All right, sassafras. Good All right, sassafras. He's just plumbing <laughs> plumbing the depths of nicknames now. Like yes. He's just going to start making fucking words up in the next couple episodes. <laughs> honey, honey, sassafras is a word. I understand that. <laughs> but when was the last time you heard it? Seriously. Uh, I mean, when this I watched episode. this episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he says he will, um, but they got to play a game called I Never and explains that one of them says something that they never did. And if the other has done it, they have to drink. So the first one Sawyer says is, I've never kissed a man knowing that Kate has and she drinks. And he then says, I've never been to Disneyland, but Kate doesn't drink. And they start oh, going back and sad. forth. That's just sad. <laughs> I've never been to Disneyland. I haven't Me either, either. And I'm okay Land with or that. world. Yeah. I've been to Disney World twice as a child, but never to Disneyland. because I, I was don't particularly like Coast. large crowds, and I don't particularly like children. So large yeah. crowds of children is just a fucking nightmare for me. Yeah, wow. yeah I feel like I'm, I'm not a big Disney person. I know several adults who are friends who are just Disney freaks and go to Disneyland all the time. So I work with the guy who's been there like really 26 weird. times. Weird. I do feel, I do love roller coasters. And, oh, and so like I, I will deal with theme parks and lines and stuff for that. But um, I don't have a super desire to go to Disney, although I wouldn't mind exploring their Star Wars world and their Harry Potter world. Yeah, and Epcot I could do would that. be cool too. I think, yeah, I think that would be cool. I would, I would go to those sort of like immersive kind of, um, but, but it's in Florida, and well, yeah, Florida. There's just all kinds of fucked up right now. A lot of COVID. You know, I think they're leaving. Yeah, the no, Nathan. I'm not going there. I just yeah, mean I'd be open to those adventures. But, well, and so yeah. many news stories start. Florida man. Is yes. Well, yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. All the yeah. Remember that yeah. Casey Anthony crazy? Yeah. Oh, from there. oh, another bitch who killed her kid. Yeah, yeah. Well, that go is clubbing. never proven. Yeah. Um, right. Allegedly. She was found not guilty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She and OJ. Yeah. <laughs> not guilty, sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. Sure. Yeah. Well, uh, we got another, anyways. We, we, another one we can throw on that pile with Bill Cosby. Yeah, he's pudding. Well, now you fucking made us all sad. I don't want to think about that. I'm putting my pudding pop where I shouldn't. Jesus Christ. That, that was my uh, my awful Bill Cosby impression. Yeah, I could probably do it sad, better, but, but I got you know. headphones on, and I'm I'm not very good at impressions with headphones. Is that a thing? I guess mm. so. I'm yeah, I just I can't do, I can't do it nearly as well. Okay, so I never. <laughs> All right, so then Kate uh, says she's never she never wears pink, but Sawyer drinks because he has. I think he said it was an '80s thing. Miami Vice, <laughs> man, it's <laughs> great. And Sawyer says he's never voted Democrat and said Kate says she's never voted, so Sawyer drinks. Then he says he's never been in love, and Kate drinks, and then says she has never had a one-night stand, which, of course, Sawyer has to drink to. And didn't she say something like, like, tip it up or take a big sip? Or Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> finish it. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, do I have to drink one for all of them? Like- <laughs> <laughs> need some more, we need some more bottles here. Right. So then Sawyer says he's never been married, and Kate drinks, saying it didn't last long. I think she took like a little sip. 
Yeah, a tiny one. Yep. Ben Sawyer says he's never used carte blanche as an excuse to spend time with the only other person on the island that just doesn't belong, which Kate drinks. This is a great, this is a great interaction, watching the the two quote-unquote outcasts of the outcasts. Not everybody knows Kate is an outcast, but in her mind, you know, she's a criminal. (laughs) They're getting to know each other. Yeah, it's a sweet scene. Yeah. I I, I remember the first time I watched it, I was like, come on, do it. That's what I was expecting, some action. (laughs) I want to see you do it, but no, no, no. So then Kate hits him back with, I've never carried a letter around for 20 years because I can't get over my baggage. So and he cool. drinks and responds. Yeah, it was yeah. bad. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So then he takes a drink and responds with, I've never killed a man, to which Kate drinks to that. And then and so does Sawyer before saying, looks like we finally have something in common. Sassafras. So what what are you saying? Sawyer is the killing type? Hmm. Apparently. So then we're back to the opening scene with Sawyer under the bed as a kid. And you hear the gunshot that killed his mother. The door opens, but this time, instead of his father's legs, it's the boar coming into the room. (laughs) (laughs) So I kind of thought that's not a flashback. That's not our fourth flashback yet. No, not a flashback. So he wakes up in his tent. You realize it's a dream and or not his tent. I'm sorry. Out in the jungle. But the camp was attacked by the boar again, but only Sawyer's pack was destroyed. And so we hear a little rustling in the jungle, and you're thinking, is it the boar again? But guess what? Who would appear out of nowhere? (laughs) Yep, Locke in the box. He's eating some kind of fruit. And Locke asks what happened to the campsite, and Sawyer tells him it was the boar that has it in for him. He really does not like that boar. But at this point, I'm on Sawyer's side. This pig is out to get him. He only went through his stuff, left Kate's alone. It is harassing him. He's right. I think he even stuff. pissed on his clothes. Yeah. That's right, he did. He pissed yeah. on his on his clothes. Just his. Yeah. It'll it'll come back around. Yep. Like, right out of this pig's junk. Yeah. You, it's sort of the this whole thing. This whole episode is that reap what you sow sort of thing. Pretty much. Yeah. So Locke sits down, and starts making some coffee, and starts telling a story about his sister. You know, she was like she died falling off a jungle gym and broke her neck. He says his foster mother. (laughs) What the fuck? Wow. Why is that funny? Hey, Ben. Yeah, babe. Got any special occasions coming up that you need a card for? Is this a trick question? No. It's an advertisement. Is this about barbcards.com again? They can go. So I suppose you're going to remind me that each handmade card is only $1.50. Mm-hmm. And they don't come with busy backgrounds or flowery poetry. You got it. Barbcards.com offers to-the-point communication within several different categories, including our favorite, Potty Mouth. And if you can't find what you want, barbcards.com can do customizations. Can I still get all of my cards for no more than $4 shipping, no matter the size of the order? You know it. Barbcards.com has got all you need. Hey, Ben. Oh, my God. What are we selling now? Merch. Our merch? Yes, sir. Shirts. 
coffee mugs, wine tumblers, bottle openers, stickers, magnets, and more. Your choice of product and your choice of Space Bear Media Graphic from any of our podcasts. Please tell me we're not making merch now, too. <laughs> of course not. We'll stick to podcasts and Pixis products will do the rest. Thank God. I bet you have more to say, though. Sure do. Pixis Products is a small business run by a local mom, but local to us anyway, who needed something else to do besides being a snack bitch. A what? A snack bitch, also known as a mom with a young child. There's still more, isn't there? Yepers! Pixis Products works with other small businesses for supplies, art, and other collaborations at every opportunity, including ours. In fact... Pixis Products even gave Space Bear Media our own storefront on their site. You can find us at shopspacebear.com. Say what? You heard me. Go to shopspacebear.com and buy something. He says his foster mother blamed herself for not watching her close enough and became depressed. And then he goes on and says about six months after the funeral, a golden retriever comes into their house and just started staying with them in the sister's room for five years until the mother passed and then the dog just left. So Kate asks if the dog was his sister and Locke replies, well, that would be silly. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was going to think Locke was going to say. Well, we thought it was my sister, but no. I know. They set you up. They set you up to think that. And the way that he says it, like, no, that would be silly. Like, you fucking idiot. It's a fucking dog. (laughs) It's a fucking dog. Oh, my God. But he says his foster mother believed that that it was his sister coming back to say it's okay to absolve her for failing to watch her close enough. So then at this point, we are starting to wonder, well, okay, so who's the boar? Obviously, this is the this is what we're finding right. out. Somebody is here to have a confrontation with Sawyer, and they are in pig form. All right, so now we go to the fourth flashback of the episode, and Sawyer is at a shrimp truck that Hibbs had mentioned earlier, and goes to order some shrimp. I think they call them prawns um, there. Can I? Can I just can can we just talk about how this shrimp truck is out in the middle of fucking nowhere in the yeah, desert in Australia? Where the hell <laughs> is he getting shrimp and not in no way would I uh, eat shrimp from a truck in the middle of the desert? Yeah. Not even on the Barbie? Oh. Well, yeah, but not in the desert. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the man gives him a choice of shrimp in mild sauce or shrimp in hot sauce. But Sawyer kind of zones out for a few seconds until he finally orders it with the hot sauce. And he has his gun out, and he's cocking it while the shrimp are being cooked. And the man asks Sawyer where he's from, and he says, Tennessee, to which the man replies, Mmm, those southern women. Creep-tastic. Kind of, yeah. Yes, exactly. I figured that would kind of trigger Sawyer a little bit. I thought Sawyer would have a better a better answer for, uh, for like, you know, hot sauce or, or mild sauce. It'd be like, right. medium sauce, hoss. No, because he's all, I mean, he's, this moment is, 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 yeah. is this to, in his mind, I finally got the guy that his whole life is res- his parents' death. Right, responsible for my trauma, basically. So I, I can't imagine he'd be in the joking mood. I just think a, some sort of cheeky one-liner would have been 
appreciated there. Or at least Sassafras. give the guy a nickname, you know. Should we should we write a letter? Yes. Okay. After all this, it's Ben's gonna be writing a novel to them. I am. I am. <laughs> I could have done this are all the hey corrections. Guys, I could have done this show way better than you did. Oh my god. <laughs> so he introduces himself as Frank and Sawyer reveals his real name for the first time as James. Have we not heard it as James I, up until I don't remember then? it. I don't, I don't think so. Time. Well, <clears throat> all right. I didn't so realize that. The shrimp that. and the hot sauce are ready, but Sawyer's gone. So we cut to him in a bar and he's slamming some shots. And he orders another one, and the bartender questions him. And you hear another drunk sitting at the bar talking about how Australians think that Americans can't hold their liquor. Americans yeah, can't a hold their liquor. Voice. Yes. And the man turns, and you see it is Christian, Jack's father. It is. Dun, he dun. Says he lost this is his the wallet. first time. This is the first time that we see two um, characters appear in a flashback. Other than Sun and Jin, who are incorrect connected, incorrect really okay. Sawyer so in, in the police station, police station when Boone was there. Ah, uh, yeah. I said yep. interact. There was they did not interact. Okay. Okay. Oh my fucking god! It's the first time they talk to each other. <laughs> ben, write a letter. <laughs> qu- qu- we always interact. It's called quantum entanglement. <laughs> uh, you know what, Derek? Go ahead. <laughs> So Christian says he uh, lost his wallet. So Sawyer orders him another drink. And uh, Christian jokes about why they call um, Australia the land down under because it's the closest that you can get to hell without being burned. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, you know, where he is mentally, I guess. Yeah. he, He felt the need to physically put himself where he felt like. He well, was I mean, that was, what, 2004? In 2020, like, all of Australia was on fucking fire. Yeah. That's true. That's right. They were all getting burned. So, anyway, that's, sorry. That's that is wildfires. true. Well, I mean, Ben and I live in here in the Pacific Northwest. Isn't I mean, Oregon burning right now? Oh, Northern California and Washington every year. Yeah. Yeah. They're all burns every year. Yeah, yeah they're all on fire. Season. I mean, right Right now, these things are contained, and it's normal for some fire, but it's going to get worse. But you know what's crazy? I'm in Texas in in July or whenever, and it's normally 100 degrees here. It's been great. It's been upper 80s. It's like the West and the East Coast are frying, and we're just yeah, 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 but that's Texas. I know. We're used to it here. Y'all are not. There's so many Texans there, though. I know. There's like (laughs) 30 million of us. Just ruins the whole thing. (laughs) Um, eventually Sawyer tells the bartender, just leave the whole bottle. And they really start slamming the shots. And so Christian tells him that he used to be the chief of surgery, but now he's here suffering with Sawyer. And according to him, some people are just meant to suffer. And then he makes a a 32,004 comment. That's why the Red Sox will never win the world series. Oh, right. Yeah. Cause then they up and fucking did, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, it was like the year yeah, after that, wasn't it? Yankees. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was, it was 04, October. It was 04, okay. That World Series, yep. I loved it. So he also tells Sawyer that his son isn't like him and that he is a great man. And he feels gratitude and pride for what Jack did for him, which, you know, because we, we know that it's Jack is his son, but won't call him and let him know because he is weak. This is quite a scene. Yeah. It really this is, is one quite of my, a scene. Th- this is one of my favorite scenes in the entire series. 
is it? It's yeah. a, it's a yeah. really good scene. It's yeah. Well, it's uh, it speaks to the you know the themes of kind of communication and and loss and how some people know what they've done is wrong and uh, or that they've wronged another person, but just they cannot deal with it. They can't vocalize that. They can't reach out. And you lose people like that, yeah. obviously. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and there's and, a whole, like, daddy issue thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're back to that again. Right. Um, so, yeah. Daddy so issues? That's, it's a really intense, like, sad. It's a sad scene because you yeah. realize that Christian died this way. He just... Yeah, he's, he's done. Yeah, he died yep. never, never yep. being able to connect with Jack. Yeah. And Jack didn't know... Yeah, yep. had no that's idea how that his dad really felt that his dad was really proud of him. Right. That for, really sucks for, for Jack. For doing the right thing and essentially, <laughs> right. you know, screwing his father over. But anyway. So Christian asks uh, Sawyer <laughs> if his business that he has to do in Australia will ease his suffering. And Sawyer says yes. And then Christian goes, well, what are you doing here? And we cut back to Sawyer at the shrimp truck. And it's a deluge now out in the middle of the desert. And he gets out of his car with his gun. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> Christian Shepard sort of like inadvertently talks Sawyer into killing this guy. Yeah. Yep. He's, like, yeah. he's like, if you came here to do something, you know, you should do it or you are going to end up like me. And um, suffering. Right. And so he uh, clearly didn't realize he was talking Sawyer into murder, but that's about basically what happened. Pretty much. Yep. So we're back at the island, and Saeed is talking to Charlie about him killing Ethan, and Saeed tells a story about his neighbor back in Iraq, whose wife and two children were killed by a car bomb, and that Saeed volunteered to be on the firing squad um, to kill the bomber when they finally caught him. And he said, it'll be with you for the rest of your life, and Charlie asked for advice, and Saeed just tells him, you're not alone. So we go you back to the jungle. <laughs> I was waiting for him to bust out into that. <laughs> so um, back in the jungle, Kate and Sawyer come across the uh, boars. They call it a wallow, and they hear some squealing. And Sawyer, you know, runs into the jungle and comes back with a little piglet and hanging, holding, I think, by his legs, and starts calling out, "Here, piggy, piggy, piggy!" While swinging the the little piglet around, and Kate, you know, keeps telling him to drop it, which he doesn't, and then finally ends up kicking him. To cause him to fall down and drop the piglet, which runs off. And listen again, watch that and listen to the sound that that kick makes. It was loud. It was really loud. Like if, if you kicked somebody and it sounded like that, you shattered their fucking bones. Right. It was like a really, really loud, like, like sound that doesn't sound like, like you kicked somebody, but. And so after she um, kicks him, she leaves and says that, you know, tells him that he is sick. Well, I mean, he's like torturing a piglet, swinging this it around, scaring the shit out of it. it in for yeah, that's pretty fucked yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, but that's not the piglet's fault. So we How go to know? the fifth. Yeah, the piglet okay. could have started it. This, <laughs> You're right. It's all this, the is, this island works in mysterious ways. It does. <laughs> so we go to the fifth and uh, final flashback of the episode. Sawyer uh, walks up. To the man from the shrimp truck while he's putting trash in a dumpster, it's still pouring, and calls him Sawyer before shooting him in the chest. And you can tell the man is mortally wounded, and he kind of slumps down in front of the dumpster covered in blood. 
And Sawyer begin, pulls out the letter and begins to read it. And when he says, Mr. Sawyer, Frank looks at him and says, who? And it was Uh-oh. so stupid, too. When he, when he said Sawyer and the guy turned around and he shot him, the guy wasn't responding to the word Sawyer or to the name yeah. Sawyer. He was responding to the fact that, oh, there's somebody fucking behind me in this right. horrible Middle rain. Middle of the night, and, you know, trip, like, trucks closed. Exactly. Right. He was just startled and turned around to see, you know, who the fuck is this? So, yeah, anyway, and, and Sawyer, yeah, interpreted it as he was like, right, he acknowledged the, the word name. Sawyer, yeah, right. So Frank has no idea who he's talking about, and that he was going. He says that he was going to pay Hibbs the money. So you pretty much find out the motive of why Hibbs sent him out here. Yeah, that before. moment when Sawyer realizes that he's been conned by Hibbs and, yep. and into murdering somebody that had nothing to do with his family. Um, that's pretty fucking awful. Yeah, the look on his face was like, yeah. holy shit. Yeah. And then he tells Sawyer before he dies, it'll come back around. It'll come back around. And then Sawyer realized that Hibbs lied to him and he killed an innocent man. And he's probably Sawyer. not an innocent man. Well, innocent <laughs> of killing his parents. Hibbs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about Cyrus Bean here. For anybody What's who a- watched Scandal. Oh, I was like, what the fuck oh. is a Cyrus bean? Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> like, is, it, is it like a garbanzo or like, like a black bean? Yeah, it's a That's Cyrus bean. bean. <laughs> so back, we're back in the jungle and Sawyer's alone calling out for Kate, you know, looking for her when he comes face to face with the boar. So he pulls out the gun and points it at the boar, and then you, and you, the camera cuts, and you can see Kate watching him. Sawyer kind of, uh, they have a standoff, Sawyer and the boar, but then Sawyer ends up lowering the gun and turns to Kate saying, it's just a boar. I think Sawyer and the boar actually, like, had a moment. They yeah, do. They, the they stare each other yeah, down you can, a little. You can yeah. see, even in the boar's eyes, you can see, like, emotion, which is yeah, it's a very expressive boar. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, higher on the on the shows. You know, there aren't a lot of boar actors out there. Yeah, yeah. This one was good. Like, yeah, it was probably he has like, a sad I, am, I, I have children that I need to take care of. You know. <laughs> yeah, you're swinging my piglet around earlier. <laughs> I mean, as far as boar um, actors, you've got like Bill Pullman. You know, mm-hmm. Jeff Daniels. B o r e. Was it the even couple? <laughs> I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> Random. He's on it. You know, you're not going to explain that. We're just going to move on. Oh, no. It, I think it was another family guy reference where they were talking about like Jeff Daniels oh, I, and Bill Pullman in, in the even couple. And they're all just like very vanilla and like sitting on the couch. Oh, and, yes. I do yeah. remember that. I do remember yeah. that yeah. as well. Oh, yeah. It's rare. You pull out a family guy reference. I don't get right away. Yeah. Well, I don't know. That's why every I, once that's in a while. I'm married. Keep me on my toes. <laughs> I've actually made up my own Family Guy references, things that never happened. But when I'm like watching something else, I'm like, oh my god, I can totally see Family Guy doing a parody. Doing of this. this, yeah, yeah, you know, like especially the Great British Bake Off. I can just really see that. You know, if anybody knows, um, what's his name, Seth? What's his name? Farland. Yeah, that one. If anybody knows, oh, the, then yeah, yeah, tell them that they tell him do, Great uh, Bit- Yeah, it's Great British Comedy Bake Gold. Off. Absolutely, should totally do a parody of that with Family Guy. Anyway, you should um, you should write a letter. <laughs> We're going to be writing a lot of letters today. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> okay, but back to the show. I mean, this moment that you're talking about, Christy, where the, you know, he's got the staring of the pig. And yeah, you you can, the way I interpreted it, what the show wants you to know is that Frank was the pig and this yeah. was some moment yep. of, you know, absolution. Is that the right word? Redemption? Yes. Redemption or absolution. Someone? Yes. Absolution. It okay. is absolution. Shanks. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> So we um, we head back to the beach. Sorry. <laughs> we head back to the beach, and um, there's a montage of gin and sun fishing. Uh, Walt and Vincent are playing catch, and Michael is building the raft, which he's made great progress in just a couple of days. I know, oh, yeah. right? Is there like yeah, a really like- supply? Sorry, is there an endless supply of tennis balls? You know, dogs rip up tennis balls fairly quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's playing with his dog constantly. Like, it comes I'm wondering, from the tarp factory. I guess so. I guess so. Tennis balls and tarps, but no shoes. No shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Suitcase full of dog toys. I guess so. <laughs> I mean, there, realistically, there could have been. He was taking the dog sure. from another country. Yeah, yeah. yeah they might have you stole know, the dog's toys, too. <laughs> Boone likes playing tennis. We know that. So maybe it was in his stuff. He got some, oh, you know, yeah. bought some tennis yeah, balls from the, mm-hmm. from the country yeah. club. That's good thinking. <laughs> yeah. So then Charlie uh, walks over to Claire and asks, um, they, he was ready to take that walk and they leave together. Yeah. Yes. They're cute. So back in the jungle, uh, Jack is um, chopping some wood and Sawyer approaches him from behind and tells him to stick him up. And points the gun at Jack. Yeah, yeah what, are what are you doing? What are you doing? Terrible gun, gun technique. Yeah. You don't yeah. point a gun at somebody as a joke, sorry. Yeah. No. Unless with you actually with your finger are on going... the trigger. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's poor gun safety. Absolutely. Yeah. So he just said he was just trying to be funny and gives the gun back to Jack, calling him sheriff. And so Jack asks, what uh, did Kate do to give him to get him to get the gun, and Sawyer replies, nothing she wasn't willing to part with. Oh, he's just trying to get a jack there. Yeah, he's so gross. Uh, I mean, uh, against my wishes, they did not have sex, but he is sure going to make Jack think that they did. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's going to be like, you know, my dick's wetter than yours. (laughs) (laughs) I would have loved that. I would have loved it. it, it, I would have loved it. He's just like, I just got to level with you, Doc. I face fucked her. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, oh. Shit. Oh. So nah, that's all I can picture. <laughs> <laughs> I need I need to cool down a little. <laughs> Whew, okay. All right. All right. So Jack replies with that's why the Red Sox will never win the series. What? This is that's right. Oh. It'll come back around. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you are everybody. everybody. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. So Sawyer asks Jack if his dad was a doctor like him, and he says yes, but he is dead now. You know what he says though, actually, is was your was your daddy a doctor too? A daddy. Yeah. I cannot take it when adults refer to their fathers as daddy. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. I just call him dad. Yeah. I never said dad when I was a kid, yeah, but that's my point. <laughs> my yeah. daddy. Yeah. It's so redneck. Who's your who's your daddy? My now, daddy. I, I do actually still call my mother mommy or mama. That's okay. Lot. No, yeah. it's something okay. about a grown man using the word daddy that just gets at me. Yeah, okay. Okay, yeah. cool. What about um, when he says who's your daddy? Well, well you know, that's a little bit different. <laughs> it's a little different. 
It's, no, so then, no. Uh, no. Ew. <laughs> Curse, no, 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 ew. no, ew, <laughs> ew, <laughs> incest is not sexy, ew, okay, okay, we'll change incest it up, incest is best if you can't keep, your pants, keep the family, ew, ew. ew. still incest, still incest, <laughs> like who's from your Tennessee. stepdaddy, <laughs> he's from Tennessee, yeah. incest is the best, can't keep oh, in the pants, God. keep the family. That's Jesus right. Christ. Can we get through this episode? Name the whole family can enjoy. <laughs> Boone and so, Shannon would, would really enjoy this conversation. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. So Jack asks Sawyer, why does he want to know about his father? And Sawyer just says, no reason, and walks off. And the dick episode moves. Ends. Dick moves. Very yeah. dick move. Yeah, he he loves to say him. no reason a lot. He didn't tell him. I, I That disappointed me. That was a, yeah, a disappointment was in Sawyer. You you should have told him. You know you know yeah. that that's something that he needs to no, hear. No, he's holding yep. on to that. That's Like that's, everything else. It's, yeah, It's currency. It's yeah, currency. You're yep. right. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's all leverage with him every yeah. time. Yeah, information is is currency just as much as the last of the deodorant sticks are. Yeah, yeah. Yep. you're right. Um, okay. Fun fact for today, guys. We are going to talk about. Actually, it's really not fun, but we're going to talk about Gulf War syndrome. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to so, go with shrimp trucks. What the fuck <laughs> is there to talk about? Shrimp trucks. Or boys. Well, yeah, I don't know. Shrimp stew, shrimp soup, shrimp oh, look potatoes. Look what you fucking did, Christy. Fried shrimp, boiled shrimp, broiled shrimp. Shrimp and grits. More? Is there more? That's about it. Okay. Oh. Oh, so, Gulf War Syndrome is a widely used term that basically encompasses uh, a lot of unexplained illnesses. But um, 250,000 of our roughly 700,000 veterans who served in the first Gulf War, and yeah, in, in 1991. So it's not the Gulf War. Um, not the that, second Gulf War. The, the that we were talking one. about with Saeed, yeah. but yeah. Um, and yes, yeah, so that is a lot. So the the biggest, the main symptoms of Gulf War syndrome are fatigue, musculoskeletal pain in the body, cognitive issues, skin rashes, and diarrhea. Sounds like that getting sounds older fun. to me. Well, <laughs> that was thirty years ago too. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. Wow. Um, so, I mean, causes. I already have a lot of those symptoms. That's what myself. I'm saying. That's just <laughs> old age. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but when a third of our troops come back uh, complaining of all of these symptoms at the same time. It became, you know, the all-encompassing Gulf War syndrome. Yeah. But yeah. there are possible causes. And the thing about this is people who have this could have any of these causes or none of these causes. We don't really know. Uh, but there are some suspicions. One would be chemical warfare agents, particularly nerve gas, um, which we knew Saddam Hussein was super excited about using. He used it on his own people, the Kurds. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Uh, Psychological issues, such as post-traumatic stress disorder, can also lead to a lot of these symptoms. 
And um, other chemical agents, not those deployed by Saddam Hussein, but things like smoke from the oil wells, which we set on fire, pesticides, depleted uranium, or exposures to solvents are things that uh, doctors have uh, it's uh, kind of like Agent Orange in the Vietnam War. Yeah. yeah. Similar thing. Yeah. yeah that killed yeah, a lot, know, gave a lot of people brain tumors. Yep. The, de- the yeah. depleted uranium was actually what was used to the, the, uh, the attack craft called uh, Warthogs, A-10s. They have oh, a giant, those they have a, they have a giant uh, gun on the bottom of them. It's actually called a GAU-30. It's a 30 caliber, like, Vulcan cannon, basically, and you can they use it to shred tanks. Like you can usually use a gun and kill everyone in a tank with this thing. And the reason they are able to do that is because instead of like steel or lead or whatever, they use depleted uranium for the shells because it's so heavy. Oh, and when it's moving at that okay. velocity, it just you can defeat armor, yeah, armor with, with with basically very small rounds comparatively. So while you're poisoning everything around you. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. They, you know what doesn't go through the tank just goes into the ground and into the sand or whatever. And they just sit there and then it, you know, yeah, it's, it's bad news. Jesus. So there's no specific treatment for Gulf War syndrome, but um, one of the things that is often used is cognitive behavioral therapy, which is actually something I've been through. Um, It's a psycho, a type of psychotherapy that tries to change negative thought patterns. I went through it for depression because it, when you when you are depressed and or you know have Gulf War syndrome, it's all a lot of that is all kind of related. What happens is you get into these cycles of thoughts where it's like I'm worthless, I'm worthless, I hate myself, I, I'm I'm this this is wrong with me, and that is wrong with me. And when you get into the those kind of thoughts, that's what can eventually and often lead to suicide because you just keep talking yourself down. And so what the psychotherapy does is teaches you to use your voice differently, where if you hear that voice that starts to tell you that, you know, you're you're bad or you're awful or whatever, um, you just argue with it. <laughs> and you just say, nope, that's not true. No, that's not true. Nope. And then you try to replace it with positive thoughts of, you know, I am worth something. And if you can train yourself to think a certain way, the idea is that um, that it will eventually change your behavior. And so that's how that works and often used uh, in Gulf War syndrome. So, Very informative. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, let's talk about moments. How about Christy? <coughs> Best and worst moments of the show. The best moment was right at the beginning when Sawyer asked Saeed if he was enjoying it, referring to the boar stealing his tarp, and Saeed just said yes with that smile. That so was- he looks he looks so giddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I absolutely love. He's been that waiting moment. for that moment. Um, the worst moment was when Sawyer realized that you know he killed the wrong guy and he got conned by Hibbs. Yeah. So <laughs> that was my worst moment as well. Uh, when you see it on his face that he realizes, oh, fuck, um, that's heartbreaking. My best moment was hearing Christian admit that Jack was right to turn him in. Oh, yeah, that one was great, too. Yep. Yeah, because, I mean, Jack's not getting that validation, but I was feeling it for him, where it was like, oh, okay, he was actually proud of him for doing the right thing. <coughs> that, was a big, that was a big moment for me. Maybe hate him a lot less. Yeah, what were your best and worst, Derek? Uh, my best was when Sawyer decides not to kill the boar. 
Okay. And he kind of realizes, you know, what's going on. And the worst moment was, you know, when he kills Frank and realizes he was tricked by Hibbs and he killed the wrong man. Just the look on his face was just like devastating. Yeah. Ben? Um, my best moment and worst moment were actually the same. And it's the, it's the one where they're in, they're in the bar and, and Christian says, you know, what I feel is pride and gratitude. And then Sawyer asks him, why don't you, why don't you just call him? And he says, because I am weak. And I thought, again, I thought that was one of my just favorite, favorite scenes of the entire series. Another best moment though, was just the, the pig in the tarp when they're like, <laughs> Pulling the thing, <laughs> dragging it across it's the fucking, camp. Yeah. I, wa- I watched that like ten times over and over, and I just yeah. There's no laughing. way there was anything running underneath <laughs> of the that part. Was it was being dragged, yeah, across uh, the ground. I mean, maybe maybe they got maybe they got a William Mappa there, that uh, Tom Cruise's cousin, to do that as well. He had, he had like two tarp rolls in that <laughs> in the show. <laughs> They're like, get down and run like a pig. He's like, oh god, you. I'm still getting my daily rate. Right. right. <laughs> Uh, what about your power rankings, Ben? Where who are your best and worst characters, and and uh, who'd you want to fucking kill? Um, my favorite character was Kate in this one. Um, I thought she was just just solid throughout, and you know she looked great, rosy cheeks and all that. <laughs> just just really really nice. Purple, purple um, tank top. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. My my second favorite character in this one was actually the boar. Um, oh. Hmm. See, the worst character was Hibbs. And, uh, I, for fucking kill, I'd, I'd fuck Kate because she, again, just, just like, she's quite fuckable in this one. And I, I would kill Hibbs. Okay. Christy, how about you? Um, so my, my favorite was Kate. She just, this was a great episode for her. Um, my, my bottom was Hibbs, you know, that one's easy. Um, and then I would fuck Kate because she was looking particularly good in this episode and I would kill Hibbs. Oh, too. Right. We're, we're dead on with that one so far. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, Derek, how about you? Oh, same thing. I definitely, um, Kate was the best character in this episode, and Hibbs was the worst. And I'd fuck Kate and kill Hibbs. There you go. Right. So uh, I had Hurley as the best character. Oh, it I wasn't did, a sweep. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I, I know, do I have know. Kate. I have yeah. Kate in my best characters because reminding the listeners, we do have top three and bottom three. Hurley's in my s- top three, too, though. Yeah, we just don't make you sit through yeah. them, but you can find them on the Facebook page. Yeah, so um, I, I said Hurley because of the way that he he realized that he wasn't equipped to help his friend Charlie, and so he went to Saeed to find the help that Charlie needed, and I thought that that was really great. Um, my worst character is actually Sawyer, and I want to say why. I understand yeah. that he has been through... A horrific trauma, but that's not an excuse to let yourself be manipulated into murdering someone. <laughs> so yeah, he was in my bottom yeah. three as well. So yeah. yeah, so that's that's where I was. Um, I killed Hibbs as well. That's definitely a sweep. I had initially had that I was going to fuck Kate because of that purple tank top, but then Ben said something about Sawyer face fucking her, and it got me really turned on. So I'm going to have a threesome with Kate and Sawyer. <laughs> Okay. Just changing mm, that okay. at the last minute. All right. Uh, yeah. So uh, I have I, I, I changed that right now, Ben. So you can see your new total there. And I, I want to point out, I, I believe this is the first time in the power rankings where uh, the person, the character that the show was based on, was nobody's first choice. Yeah. For, ah. for best character. 
You yes. mean? Because I chose them for worse. Oh, interesting. Right. Yeah. yeah. In every other episode, I, I believe that at least one person chose whoever the title character was as their favorite. And this one, absolutely nobody. Yeah. Well, he murdered somebody right. that yeah. had nothing to do with him. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, that's it's pretty bad. Yeah. Um, Okay, in so, fact, in fact, I think this may be the first time that somebody has has gone down in the rankings after their show. After their oh. show, really? Even Boone's episode? I mean, yeah. he fucked his sister. Yeah. Oh, you know what? No, I, I take that. <laughs> I feel no, like he went. You know, you're right. <laughs> no, I, I think I think Boone actually did get a little bit of love. Um, Shannon took the brunt of most of that. Okay. Right. Well, she was yeah. the manipulator. All right. So, yeah. can you can you update us? What are what are the rankings now? Did any did stuff change? Um, yeah, actually, the uh, jockeying for first place, Kate pulled back in front of Locke. Um, Locke is uh, still in second, and Jack, old reliable, in third place. Um, we also had some movement in the bottom three. Shannon is still is still uh, dead-ass last, but then we had uh, Sawyer moved into second worst in, after this episode, uh, supplanting Ethan, who was previously there. And so Ethan's still, he's number three now? Is that he's in the, yep. He's, third worst? He's third worst, yep. All right. Well, thank you very much for that. Let's talk about final impressions of the episode. Christy, what do you think? Um, I think you already kind of said it. I, I'm glad, <laughs> Sorry. I'm glad that we, no, no, no. I'm glad that we have a little bit more understanding of Sawyer and how he became who he is, but you're right. That's, it's not an excuse. Even, even if he wasn't being manipulated, even if he really did kill the right person, it's, that's, that's not cool, dude. You know, yeah. come back mm. around. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah. <laughs> what did you think? Um, I I loved this episode. I I think I was one of the the very few who did not like the first Sawyer episode. I remember thinking it was kind of a kind of a phoned in episode for some reason. But I really liked this one. Um, it got it. I think you know some of the daddy things probably got to me. Um. I really thought that again the scene with with uh, with Sawyer and Christian Shepherd in the in the bar uh, was one of the best scenes in this series. Um, but the you know uh, it, it was funny because they were able to do the whole like you know um, him him killing the wrong man and the boar and like all of these kind of things that are sort of like tormenting him. They were able to like package it up in a way that was kind of like clever and touching and funny, kind of all at the same time. So. I really, I just really liked the uh, the episode as a whole. Awesome, yeah, I did too. All the all the same reasons. I guess you're right. I did kind of like go into my final impressions early in this episode without really realizing it. But yeah, understanding Sawyer's demons, I think, is a really really oh, yeah. important good way to put it. Yeah, yeah really really important um, for the show and for the character to understand him, and um, you know uh, themes of. A vengeance and retribution and and uh just seeing where it got him that he he acted on emotion he didn't question hibs it was okay this is it and he just went and it's a a, a lesson and slowing down taking a deep breath and figuring out if you're making the right decision before you up and gun someone down um yeah i, I like the episode i think it really it really furthers the 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 plot and the characters um and as always, we will finish with Derek, your impressions and your questions. Yeah, overall, this was a good episode. Um, you do learn more about Sawyer and how he ended up in Australia. And it really was sad that he was tricked and killed the wrong man. And it's actually bad for him in two ways. You know, one, an innocent man was died. 
And the other is Sawyer still doesn't have closure on his parents' deaths. Right. Yeah. And it's also good he didn't kill the boar. I'm, I'm glad about that. And I did like the interaction in the bar as well. That was good with, um, with Jack's father. So my biggest question, there really wasn't too many as far as the island's concerned. I pretty much just was going to ask, was the boar really Frank? Of course not. That'd be silly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Locke. Perfect. Lock in a box. Woo. All yeah. right. Pop yeah. So I, I think I think a lot of that is is a is left up to yeah, your your interpretation. Um I'm leaning on the side of yes, it was. Me too. Uh, okay. Awesome episode, guys. Next yeah. week we are gonna do episode 17. It is called dot 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 in translation. It's a gin episode. And we're going to hear it from Christy. And uh, all right, next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Lost in My 40s is a Space Bear Media production. Executive produced and edited by me, Lacey J. Sound engineering, editing, and original music by Benjamin Trim. Like and follow Lost in My 40s on Facebook to interact with your hosts. Plus, follow Space Bear Media on YouTube to watch our episode pre-shows. You can also find us at Space Bear underscore media on Instagram and Twitter. Or come to our website, spacebearmedia.com.